BigSlamRadio.com. Welcome to the Let's Be Frank Show. And this is myself, Dave Frank, Fat Davey. Nolan fucking up on the computers, but it's all right. We're going to cut him some slack. He's flipping me to double bird. Oh, well, he'll get over it. Check it out. We got Mike Morris in the studio. Mike, how you doing? Very well. How are you? Not too bad at all. Mike kind of filled in for me tonight. And Mike, it's kind of cool because, you know, you've been doing comedy now about two months. That's right. And you just had your first big guest spot at a real show. I did. So that's the first time away from an open mic. How'd you like it? It felt good? I loved it. I was sailing. Sailing? Now, Above cloud nine, club cloud 13 at least. There you go. Now you now you did the show for Kiernan at Finley's Irish Pub, and I've done that show a couple of times. It's a great room, great food. Finley's over there in Largo, uh, and they must have had a good 100-plus people there, so it had to be a good first experience in front of somebody outside of an open mic because you've really only been on stage eight or ten times, so... A little more than that, but yeah, the first time with the real crowd and the energy was amazing, uh, just great, friendly crowd, so it felt really good. Like I said, cloud 13 for me. You know? Yeah, you know what's funny? I said eight or ten times. It's like I'm thinking that the only time you do comedy is when you're doing open mics at Jack's. That's right. But you actually gave up being at what open mic tonight? At PJ's? Two of them, uh, PJ Nolan's, and I also do Sacred, Gr- Sacred Grounds on Bush Boulevard. So hook it up, high five or nux. Thank you for giving up the two open mic spikes. We appreciate that because... That's what we do to get our craft a little bit better. Uh, I've been doing the open mics for about two years now, and I do some guest spots, and I've done some MC work, and, you know, it's just the way it goes, you know? Those guest spots are fun, though. It's like that little bit of life that makes you think that the, all the open mics feel it makes you feel worth it, right? Uh, absolutely. So tonight I have Paula Bell calling in, and Paula Bell has been a comedian for a while now, and she's done everything from... You know, some stuff on HBO. She's been on some of the late night shows. Um, She's done work with Bob Saget and Louis C.K. So she's been around the comedy scene and she's going to have some great, hopefully some good details and stories to tell. I was listening to some of her comedy and her humor. She's got some very interesting thoughts. I mean, it was very funny. Um, Some great, some great stuff about uh, gay people and just everything. She just, she was really funny. So tell us, uh, what is some of your humor about, man? What are you trying to do? What's your message? Obviously, I talk about fat guy shit. What do you talk <laughs> about? You talk about being 120 and having braces? Pretty much, yeah. It's all braces humor. No, I, I mean, I, I don't know where I'm at right now. I'm still trying to find my voice, as I say. Um, I like a lot of different kind of humor. I like smart humor, but I like silly, I mean, puns, wordplay. I love good one-liners. So I'm just trying to throw it all out there, just trying to get... This craziness in my head out on the stage, you know, trying so, to make people laugh. So what was your uh, plan of action for uh, Finley's? Would you, did you go out there with one-liners? Did you try to tell a story? What were you doing? Well, uh, I did my what I think of as my best five minutes. So I kind of wrote down all the bits and jokes that seemed to get the best response and kind of wrapped it all together. Tried to make a theme of it because I have a, a really shitty memory. I have like a Swiss cheese type of memory. I always have to write everything down. People make fun of me because I'm writing notes like a, a reporter. It was funny because I was going to say, man, and now that I know it's just because you have no memory at all. See, I thought you were at the writing sessions and stuff. Here I think you're being due diligent and taking notes, but you're just like coming up with tag words so you could try to remember what the fuck happened during the meeting. Exactly. Yes, Great. I have to because I have to. It's like I'm kind of like dictating my own life. 
life to myself. Like that movie Memento was a lot like me was the idea of like forgetting things so quickly. And so I just kind of work with that. So were you there this past Thursday at Jack's for the little open mic show where the, uh, or did you go down to? No, I went, I went to the um, uh, Celtic Ray for the contest. So you were down in Punta Gorda, the Celtic Ray? Correct. That was a pretty wild show. I oh, heard. that was a great show. Oh, it was off the chain. Right? Yeah, the, his, uh, the Celtic Idol, is he calling it, right? Yeah, and the comedy idol kind of thing. Yeah, yeah great. I, I wasn't there, um, but uh, I was over here at Jack's, but uh, a couple of the judges I spoke to and a couple of the other comedians that were there all said it was a good time. But it should be a good time. You know, he's been putting on shows there at the Celtic Ray for a while, so... Mm-hmm. You know, he knows how to at least make it have some fun there, Mr. Max. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a great room, too. I like that kind of real down-home kind of feel. I mean, I always kind of feel at home in an Irish pub anyway, but there's something about that room with just the staircase behind the stage and just that energy, that kind of bar crowd excitement that really made it come alive. Makes sense, makes sense. Actually, uh, as I said, I've done some other shows, but I have done Finley's. And it's always been a blast. That was the first time I think I actually did 15 or 16 minutes on stage. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Um, and now, you know, you're just going through the motions. We got a caller. Go ahead. Who's calling into the Let's Be Frank show? Um, it's Susan Sager. Susan Sager. How are you? I'm good. I can't get you on the computer, though. Why not? Plug it in. I don't know. I've been trying to get you. I I, <laughs> I don't know. I've been you know fussing around with the computer, so that's why it's, it's taken me a few minutes to call. So, but right. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm getting a black screen here. Anyway, that's all right. Hey. Time stop. My st- my show stops for you, Sue. That's all that matters. Now, do you know Mike? Is, do you know Mike Morrison? Do you know Mike Morris? Yeah, I know Mike, of course. Hi, Susan. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? Couldn't be better. Mike is fresh off I'm of his. I'm so glad to hear it. You... Mike is fresh off of what, one of his. <laughs> oh, we're in Studio One. Are you looking at Studio One or Two when you're checking out the show, Susan? I don't know. I'm going on like um, Ustream or whatever, Comedy right. Slam Radio live shows. All right. We'll worry about and it later. let's be frank. Yeah. Just I'll go to, if you, the best thing they'll always do to watch the show live is just to go to ComedySlamRadio.com and we'll just be there. You'll see my smile and chubby okay. face. After, you know, if okay, you're, and this it, is, right? no? okay, you could do it whenever you want. But uh, you're watching the show. You're on the show. Don't tell us about the computer. Why don't you tell us about why you're calling in, because I think you're calling in with some fabulous news. I am calling in with, I'm calling in to promote a show that I am doing this Thursday. Tell at, us about um, it. the Tampa Pitcher Show on Dale Mabry Highway. I can give you the address in a second. Um, um, I was in a movie, as most of you guys know, most of you little freaks know. Um, I was in a movie um, called Eating Raul, and um, this marks the 30th year anniversary of um, the release of the movie, and um, they're doing a special event at Tampa Picture Show on this Thursday evening at 9 o'clock. They're going to have uh, me, yay. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the movie, how it was made, because it's really kind of an interesting story. Cool. Um, 
I don't want to say too much because I want people to come. But um, just tell them what your name was. Tell them what your name was in the movie so that they have, you know, inspiration (laughs) to come. You don't need to give them the address. Tell them. I got. Tell them who you were. You know, they they, they are a bunch of perverts like me, so they will come as soon as they hear. Okay, I played Doris, the Matrix, the S and M Leather Queen. Nice. Now, will you be bringing on any of the outfits, yeah. whips, and chains, and anything that you had during the movie? Any props you're going to bring them with you? I I will be wearing a costume that evening. Um, it'll be a Doris thirty years later costume, but I don't think anybody will be too terribly disappointed. No, you just got um, wires to support things. That's the only difference, right? What? I said you just have wires to support things now. That's going to be the only difference. <laughs> I'm probably going no, to get punched No, I mean, for I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the black leather out. I'm taking out the heels, um, the gloves, the, the choker. It's, you know, it's not full metal jacket, but it'll be a watered-down version of, it'll be, you know, it'll be an appropriate version of um, how you would want Doris to age. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Uh, but yes, I will be back in black leather. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of people that, um, you know, when we were at um, Splits and Giggles the other night, there was a gentleman that came who was, you know, I think he'll be coming. I mean, he wants me to sign his uh, his copy, his little DVD copy and right. stuff. And um, I'll be doing a meet and greet after and... Um, and and I really want to tell the story of what it was of the making of the movie because it was a really interesting um, process and it was one of the first independent features that went on to um, make a lot of money, do well, and here it is, thirty years later, people still I still get recognized from the movie, um, people still know about it. And so we, we never knew when we filmed it all those years ago, you know, that it would reach the cult status that it did. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's Eating Raul. And and, and I'm just. Yes. So everybody's going to go out and start YouTube and Eating Raul and the Dominatrix and the whole bit. Eating Raul. Yes. Susan Sager, S-A-I-G-E-R. Um, it was. Uh, um, yeah, it, it was, uh, it did very well in this country and, and one of the stories I probably won't tell, but I'll, I'll save it for an exclusive for you, uh, was a couple of years ago, um, this guy on YouTube from Albania of all places, and he had taken all my scenes from the movie and spliced them together and made it look like I was a real dominatrix. I took all the comedy out. And um, my son, who was like 17 years old, this time said blocked because, you know, he didn't want people to see his mother looking like, you know, the real deal. I understand 100%. (laughs) So, you know, it's been, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I said I understand 100%. I wouldn't, if I was your son, I wouldn't want anybody to see that either. But, yeah, you know, I always feel I'll have enough celluloid on myself to embarrass my children, you know, for the rest of their adult it's good life. To have, it's good to have goals. Um, but do come. What? You, I, I simply, when you said about your cellulite, I said it's good to have goals. But, no, not cell, you know, <laughs> celluloid. Did celluloid. I say cellulite? Oh, oh. 
Yeah, <laughs> no. I don't have cellulite. <laughs> What's the difference between celluloid no, and yeah, cellulite? Really, there's a, yeah, come see my cellulite. No, calories? I'm celluloid. Did I ever say cellulite? What a dumbass. Oh, so, so let me tell you a little bit about um, Mike. No, but yeah, it, it'll be... Let me tell you a little bit about Mike, because Mike just had his first guest spot just the other day on Saturday night Yes, over at Finley's Irish Pub in front of like 100 plus people, and we all remember what our first guest spot in front of a real crowd is like. So what do you think? You you feeling proud of him there, Sue? Of Mike? Yeah. Yeah, so how'd it go? Fantastic. They loved me. Asked me back. Yeah, they loved you. Yeah, I well, did. They're having you back. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they love you? All right, they should love him. The brace face. You're a lovable, yes, you're a lovable dude. Yes, definitely. Oh, please go I'm on. Very lovable dude. Well, we can't have her go I'm on sorry. too long because we actually have our next caller in. Okay. Our our other guest for the oh, evening. Good. So, Susan, thank you very much for calling in. Yeah, thank you. Everybody come out um, Thursday night, 9 o'clock at the Tampa Picture Show. Come by, say hi, and we're going to have a great time. Bye, Susan. See you later, Susan. Thanks. Okay, bye, guys. Have a great show. All right. Bye-bye, Sue. Thanks for calling in. So that's cool. Susan Sager calling in. She's having her 30-year reunion of being the dominatrix. That's pretty cool. And I know Paul is going to be calling in in just a minute, so... Pretty stoked so far, so good, you know. Oh yeah. So what's going on? How'd you like talking to Susan? Oh, Susan's great. Yeah, I now, see you. See, you see her all the time at the op- at, uh, open mics and the shows she does. Where's one of your favorite clubs to be going to around here? I do like actually. Uh, I like the Improv. It's a it's a challenging room. Um, and that's I where I first met Susan was she was emceeing the first time I did uh, Improv. All right. But I I love all the ones I go to. Awesome. So let's go live to Paula. Paula, how are you? Are you ready for me now? We're ready for you, are you now, ready Paula. For me now? We're ready for you now. Let us have it. Jesus how are you? Christ. I woke I woke up special early. I woke up especially early. Especially early at six. We don't 6:50. wake up for eight p.m. I hope you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what comics do. We sleep in. There all you go. Damn day. There's got to be a perk to the job, right? That's, that's exactly it. There you go. Now, Paula that I, and um, heroin. There you go, because who yes. could be funny without heroin? Although out here in Florida, I hear all you got to do is have some bath salts. Okay, you're in Florida. So that's right. um, I suppose you guys have pit bull waiting for me on the other end, because that's all. The, that's the only reason I'm calling. There you go. Talk to you guys, <laughs> that you hopefully know pit bull. There you pit go. Bull. Not the do pit you? Bull. We, we know a few pit bulls, probably not the pit bull. What kind of radio show is this? What kind of radio show is this? Not a good enough one to know pit bull. <laughs> oh man, really? No, no really. We, Are you guys we, in some basement somewhere? No, we were on the third floor of a building. They kicked us out of the basement. We're actually it's it's a very They have third floor buildings? We do. We're one of the rare rare buildings in Florida. Especially with the tropical storm. We had tropical storm Debbie just come through here. She wrecked things. Can you guys get over that? When are you guys going to get over your tropical storms? Seriously. They come every year. Why is it always some big event for you guys? You know what I mean? It's just like Disney World or whatever the hell else you have. That's what I'm saying. It's just another ride. You guys have to learn how to accept it. Stop talking about them, naming them. Get over it. Really? I agree. I was actually driving over one of the bridges on the way to the station, and I saw people. They don't care about the storms. They were out there 
fishing with these huge waves and the storm going through, trying to get their uh, the ski dudes and stuff in the water. They don't care. They're like, what? There's big waves and rain. Yeah, that's another Perfect. thing. Fishing. Why? Why are you guys doing that? You know what I mean. The grocery stores are full of frozen fish. Why are you guys still fishing? And you know what I mean. Going to the ocean and doing things. Just stay away from the water. You know I, what I, I mean. We have everything we need in the stores. I agree with you a hundred percent. It's easy. It's ready, and just do it. So, Paul, I know. Uh, now, what else is going on there? Not too much. You know, I was. I know. I. You know, I wanted you to come on the show. I've watched some of your comedy and. You make me laugh like crazy, and I know you have a a new CD coming out on iTunes for everybody, right? Uh, right. That's America's sweetheart. That's there what I'm known as. America's sweetheart. And I'm now, such a sweetheart. I'm a petite demure flower of a girl. In other <laughs> words, known as a bitch. <laughs> and you know what's good? Sometimes you you own it. Word if I'm in a really good mood. Nice. Sometimes the C word. Uh oh, and it's and it's rare that you hear a comedian. <laughs> cracker. What do you think? <laughs> cracker. <laughs> so so tell us what cracker. they the the CDs drop in what about two weeks? People are going to be able to find it on iTunes. On iTunes, America's Sweetheart, call a bell. That's yep. me. D E L one L. Try you not go. to put two in. Okay, it's not middle. It's not middle of the country bell. It's more like a Spanish bell. D E L. There you go. And they can actually find you at paulabellcomedy.com, bell with one L, and they could see everything you got coming on and where you're going right. to be. So where where you got coming up some shows? Where they are you going to be? Just about everything. Uh, yeah, but I just got back from some shows here in Ohio and Connecticut. Now I'm on to Canada where people uh, really like to laugh because there's nothing else to do pretty much. <laughs> So I'm going to be uh, going to Canada, the Montreal Comedy Festival. I'm uh, performing on all the nasty shows with Bobby Slayton. You guys know him. He's the pit bull. Again, yeah. I'm going to say pit bull because That's it's all right. Florida. Now, is that the pit bull? bull. That, the pit yeah. bull of comedy. The pit bull of comedy has been uh, called into my show a couple of times in the past. Uh, he actually called for my 40th birthday to bust Bobby my Slayton. chops. Yep, Bobby Slayton. We've had a lot of great guests on the show. Uh, Bobby Slayton, Bobby Collins, uh, Martin Short. All sorts of great people have called in. You are amongst good company. And now, how long have you had this show? How long have you had this show? Uh, since September. So, about nine months now. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. You guys are doing good. Yeah, and how did Nolan bad. get involved? Nolan is like, no what one... does this guy do? Just show up places and people just include him in things? <laughs> exactly. He shows. He showed up in California and he meets people, but he's actually the owner and the founder of the station. <laughs> Nolan, Nolan, yep. He could. That guy bummed a cup of coffee from me at Starbucks. He bummed a cup of coffee. How is he a founder of a radio station? Uh, Because he's a broke founder of a radio station. Hold on, I want him to check in on here. Nolan, get on the mic here. I am here. Nolan, you are the guy that bummed a cup of coffee from Paula Bell in California. Now you have a radio show. She needs to know how this happened. Um, she inspired me with that cup of coffee. How does that happen, Nolan? Uh, you inspired me, and I... Nolan! Well, yeah. That's pretty much it. I inspired you to what? Have a radio? I was trying to inspire you to get a job at Starbucks, not get a fucking radio. <laughs> oh, I thought you wanted me to own an entertainment company. I thought that's what you meant. <laughs> I apologize. No! Is that what one cup of coffee does? I, Jeez, yeah, you guys pre- are so easy. 
That's yeah. pretty much it. It does that. What about the night that we spent together? What about the night that we spent together? That means nothing. What do you get? Well, what do I get? Do I get uh, I mean, more airtime? You and I both know. That? You and I both know that I turned a one night stand into a monthly payment. So I got to work hard for that. <laughs> wow! Wow! That's great, Nolan. Next time, take your skateboard when you leave my house. All right, you young guys are really taking me for a ride. There you go. <laughs> All right, take your take your skateboard and go engineer some shows, brother. All right. So, Paula, we also have Mike Morris. He is a very new comic. Uh, I've been doing comedy about two years, and Mike has been doing comedy about two months. So he just you actually, have? myself, yeah. Mike's been doing it about two months. I've been a stand up right. for about two years. Hi, Paula. Okay. And how long has hi hi Mike Mike who Morris? Yep. He just had his first guest set at a real Morris, show this Saturday. Morris. Yep, so we're proud of him. He's coming okay, and along. he's been doing it two months. Two months. He had his first guest set in front of a real crowd, about 100 people, 110 people. He did pretty good. So we're proud of him. But how long has he been addicted to Coke? Because that's oh, what matters. I lost track of that, really. <laughs> At least five years? <laughs> the, day, the days run together. You new comics are so clean. You have no addiction problems. Oh, you have I've no got... hang-ups. What, did you have a nice life? No, I'm full did of addictions. Did you have a nice uh, upbringing with parents and everything? With a parent. I got single parent and raised Southern Baptist, so that should tell you that I'm not healthy. So, you know. <laughs> you well, mean all, all you religious types okay. aren't healthy? You're a little messed Yeah, yeah. Well, tons of guilt. Tons of guilt. I have enough guilt for both of us. There you go. And he's like, how old are you? Like 35? 33. Oh, 33, and he older. just got his braces. So he's doing good. He's all fucked up and weird. Yeah. So, Paula, what? He just got his braces. He is. I'm looking at him. He's got these big-ass rubber bands and the saliva hanging off the sides. It's crazy. It's half my act. What are you talking about? I know it is. Are you going to kind of shoot the rubber bands out of people if they don't That's laugh? That's the plan, yeah, for hecklers. You know, just pop one in. There you go. It's hard enough just to go up there and do comedy. Yeah. But when you've got to go up there with... A disadvantage, like a rack of braces. Yeah, it's a lot like rock climbing with a cast in your arm. Yeah. He probably just got him for his act. He probably just got him for his act. That's exactly. It's a $4,000 investment into comedy. It's, that's what I do. There you go. $4,000 to try to have a pretty smile mm-hmm. on that ugly fucking mug. Is it yeah, going to well, help? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> putting, <laughs> putting rims on an 87 Honda. I don't know. <laughs> so, Paula... How how long are you doing comedy now, and what yeah. what brought you to comedy? What made you decide to try it the first time? Uh, I always knew I was going to do it. And then I got married. My husband put up a fence. It had Bob wire on top. I said, you know what? This just isn't working out. I'm going <laughs> to jump this fucking. i got to dig a trench and get the hell out of out the trash. So that's what I did. I've been doing comedy a long time. Maybe uh, 18 years. 18 years. That's Probably, a very long yeah, time. Yeah, 18 And you've worked with a lot of great people, and you've been on a lot of great different shows from late-night TV shows and worked with everybody. Yeah, from and Bob. I had my fucking braces. I had my braces before I started, all right? There you go, because you did it right. You got to one-up me already? Really? You already had 18 years. You're going to up-up me again, huh? Yeah, you start That's... off with straight teeth. <laughs> oh, start off with straight teeth. You start oh. off with straight teeth and a crooked mind. Ah, and now you and you do have a little bit of a fun kind of dark side of sense of humor. I, I was I was watching some of the posts that you have on your YouTube channel just today. Um, one was at the uh, the Ice House when you were talking about uh, gays and all sorts of stuff. I mean, just hysterical. Thanks. You like gays too? 
you know, I, 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 I'm surrounded by them. I, as every day, there's lesbians I work with. I have gay managers, gay coworkers, whatever. They don't bother me. They don't try to put anything in me. I don't try to touch anything on them. We're good. We're good. And besides, put anything they, in you? Hey, they don't want to do that, and I don't want them to do Listen. that. I like to put things in other people, preferably. Women. And what about Mike? I don't know. You don't know. You don't know if you like gay. No, I don't know if I want you inside me. I got. I don't want to fucking be inside All you. It's right. not an option. You well, you said you like to put things inside people, and I'm sitting right next to you. Female so people. Like, I said female. You people. You didn't say female before. Semantics are everything. Brace face. How long have you guys been a couple? How long have you guys been a couple? <laughs> this is the first. I don't know time what I've time ever... you got. Oh. <laughs> it's it's actually. I always. I try to have a You're different. Already arguing like an old couple. It might be good. He might have to. We, I might actually have found my permanent host because I have a new host, a new co-host every week with me. You never told me that before. I'm a Tim. I have a new co-host every week, what so this was his first. What are you talking about in his act? What are you talking about in your act? In my act, all, what all, are you talking about? all eight minutes of it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this lady has eight. Paula has eighteen years of experience. She might give you some good tips right now. Take advantage of this lesson to learn. Uh, right now, it's a lot of it is about the braces and the reaction of being my age with braces. Um, then just silly ways of looking at life. I don't. Um, I like wordplay. I like. Uh, I I'm trying to start telling stories now. I found that like because wordplay. Why are you talking Scrabble? No, are you talking innuendo. No, what are you no. Talking about wordplay. Wordplay. You know, like those kinky sex acts where they have librarians. No, wordplay. Whenever you uh you flip things around to make it sound like one other thing. I don't know, double entendres, things like that. Okay, so give us an example. Yeah, double entendre. Okay, so, oh, that's what you do on your act. That's kind of what or I'm working on. Is that what on. you do during sex? I don't get it. <laughs> a little bit of both. You can't multitask? I mean, come on. No, I mean, in my act, uh, <laughs> right right now, like yeah. a lot, so it's a lot of this, the reaction of, uh, of of how I have embraced being older. Um, I don't really have a lot of material because, I, you know, I kind of throw stuff off. Yeah. Um, You're kidding me, right? You entertained 150 people on braces material? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. gotta see this for myself. Are you on YouTube? No. You probably, but you, did anybody film it? Is this, a, is this a commercial for Florida Orthodonture? Is that what it, it is, absolutely. <laughs> this is a commercial for Florida Orthodonture. 100 dentists. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> yes. No, but they, have... they will sell you braces at every drop of a hat, no, even whether you need them or not. Yes. We saw how nice your teeth were, and we figured we'd let you be the poster girl. So that's it. You got is that you got any? What's that, Paula? I don't know a lot about I don't know a lot about uh, Floridians. I know when I watch those Gator shows, and you see, uh, the, you know, the scariest teeth should be in the crocodile's mouth, right? Or yes, whatever they the fuck should. those are in the swamp. Well, I don't know if how but many. But it's usually in the in the person's mouth that's trying to get. <laughs> they got that one in the front. Yep. But I don't know how many people from Florida are... Yeah, it's like are... a can opener. It's exactly. like a can opener. You've seen it. Absolutely. I'm related I... to some of those people. I'm just glad I'm not originally from here. I actually am. I'm sorry Where about Where are you your... from? I'm originally from New York. Oh, okay. What part of New York? Uh, Orange County, Middletown. About an hour out of Manhattan. Mm. Okay. So you're kind of country kind of country it's pretty busy up there now if you ever see one of the biggest things i guess we're known for now is the orange county choppers show with the tuttle boys paul senior and junior oh yeah the angry dad with the ass kid show right there you go 
It, it must be entertaining. They've been around a while. They've been right? doing. And wasn't he just on the Trump show too? Yeah, he was. I didn't. I didn't catch it, but I got some family up there. They run into the old man every once in a while. They run into Paulie every once in a while, and they tell me the old man acts like a dick, and Paulie acts like a real nice guy. So, what are you going to do? It seems like it's a pretty oh. real. I know some people that grew up with Paulie, and I never met any of them. But hey. They are what they are. God bless them. Yeah, enough about them. Now get back. Now get back to you. Enough about them. Now get back to you. So what? you grew up there, and then this kid's originally from Florida. He's Florida. He's, he's a, from Florida. He's a Floridian from Tampa. Full-blooded tampon. <laughs> Do you have your tramp stamp? Not yet. That's your braces. Uh, you're, you'll find out later. <clears throat> no, I won't. You're a sick bastard. What does he have? <laughs> All the girls down here have tramp stamps. They call them, that's the little the, the little thing above the their The lower back. back tattoo. Yeah, just above their butt cheeks. They call them tramp stamps. And we're in Trampa that's Bay. That's a tramp stamp? I well, thought that was how they identify them when their bodies are found on the side of the road. That's about all it's good for, but absolutely. It's like a license plate, exactly. Yeah. Everyone's unique. Unless you get them from Lefty. Right. Then they're all a little crooked. So... I've been down to Florida before. Uh, what, have you know. played any clubs out here? Yeah, I was working at the improv down in there in Miami, and I was at the Coconut Grove, and it was before OJ got put back, and I ended up sitting right next to that fucker in a little cafe, a little wow. French bistro in Coconut Grove. And he actually dropped his utensil, and that's the only way I found that it was him because it was such a small cafe that you don't look at a person when they come and sit right next to you. Right. And I was focusing in on his girlfriend and her weird little dog, and then he dropped his utensil, and I don't remember what it was, but I reached down to, like, and I looked back up, and our eyes met, and it was fucking OJ right there. <laughs> and that was after he got off the first time? The first uh, right, and the girlfriend looked just like the, like the wife. That That's was pitiful. OJ Light. <laughs> oh, boy. Loves white women. He loves white meat. There you go. Hey. Where whatever. is OJ? Where he's, is he? He's in jail for robbing his trophy back from somebody. I don't know where the jail is. Oh, he is? He... I thought he was working at KFC. Cutting <laughs> up more white meat. <laughs> I like that. That is good. Bring back OJ. Well, what, what's that? You, you don't now, got enough to pick on with on Sandusky? You don't got nothing for Sandusky yet? You need OJ still? Sandusky's been yeah. touching boys for years. Yeah, he's he, he's taken more showers with little boys than I have, and that's pretty creepy. I've <laughs> taken quite a few, but he, he should have uh, joined the priesthood. He wouldn't have all the trouble right now. He's stupid. Yeah, Those that's kids, right. They always get caught. Yeah, they they know how to cover it up. He needed the Vatican behind him. There you go. They seal yeah. they seal everything. So. He's gone. I wonder who he's going to be showering with now. They're going to cut him up. <laughs> I don't think he'll be getting cut up by the white meat. He'll be getting cut up by the other black meat. They're, they're probably disgraced by him. The dark meat. Yeah, they, they're probably mad at him, too. He brings down their fucking What's race. the big deal about young boys? What's the attraction? I mean, I know you're sick in the head, but a young boy? Like, if you're that sick in the head, like, I don't know. Just I don't know. I don't know. I watch the little kids come home from school, and they don't look anything. They don't look appetizing. Now you give me an old guy. You give me an old guy around ninety years old with some baggy pants and a bad back. 
Now that's sexy. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could take him for his money inside of what? 15, 20 minutes. Take him right out. Who's the blonde that it's did that? It's not even yeah, his money. Cool. It's not even his money. What do you want? It's just the, the I'm saying if you're going to be sick like that, if you're going to you know, think sick thoughts. So, yeah. so, so you're saying guy. you're saying you like tinsel around your tree is what you're saying? I'm saying what? You like tinsel around your Christmas tree. What do you say? You like tinsel around your Christmas tree. Tinsel? Yeah. Tinsel. Get off of your braces. Why are you always talking about your braces? We're not talking about tinsel. <laughs> talking about old men. Yes, their pubic hair is like tinsel around the Christmas tree. I'm going with a metaphor here. Roll with me on this. Is this more your attempt at wordplay? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it sounds like all. It sounds like people when they adopt these babies. You know, they always adopt these babies. Why adopt them? all these little black babies? You know, go on Lori Povich. They're giving them away. If I if I had money to adopt, <laughs> they're underneath baby, the seats. It wouldn't be a baby. I'd bring home an old Indian chief. You know, an old tribal chief from Africa with some drums and some incense. Jeez, there you put go. Put him in my living room and. Have them play. You know what I'm saying? Why adopt a baby? A baby's only been starving for a little bit. You know? <laughs> you go all the way to Africa, you have all those millions of dollars. Bring back old Chief Mbutu. He's been starving for years under that tree. Absolutely. You know? He deserves a meal. Take that plate out from a behind his lip. A meal and a nice white woman. <laughs> Are you going to volunteer to be the nice white woman? <laughs> I'll pay for him to come here. Are you going to volunteer to be the nice white woman? <laughs> That's right. All right. I hope he likes apartment living. I'm going to put him in my shitbox apartment let him yeah. play his drums. Well, you're never there. It's okay that it's a shitbox apartment. We all, I think that's a comedy thing. You have to have a shitbox apartment because you're never there. Yeah, and you got to fill it up with cats. No, are you a cat lady? <laughs> are you a cat lady, Paula? No. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, but I want to be a cat hoarder. That's Why? What I That's my goal in life. I want to be a money to, hoarder. Uh, fill the apartment up with cats. That you can't be, be what? I'd rather be a money hoarder. I want to walk around and stack some money. Or cheeseburgers, whichever is easier. No, that's not. No, don't you ever see those shows when people come in and then they're like, oh, we need to help these people. And then they walk in and they step in a bunch of cat shit. That's the funniest oh, thing on TV. It is. It is. I've seen that. And then they walk in that one guy. Come he, on. It's what, hilarious. Did you see that one guy who lived with all the rats and he was feeding the rats? He had like 150,000 rats in his house. It was ridiculous. Did you see that one on Hoarders? I know. It, it, it's, yeah. It's a crazy show. It's very interesting. Uh, I don't watch it as much as I would like, but, you know, that's the life of a comic. you got to be out on stage, and unfortunately, I'm still rocking a real job to support my, my waistline. And what kind of real job is that? This radio show? Uh, no, the radio show. you getting sh- paid for this? Uh, there's a lot of different methods of payment, but none of them are in cash. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this is just one hour a week for me. It's a nice little outlet. Uh, I have a regular sales job where I sell electronics and stuff. And then I do his comedy as much as I can a couple you of times do? a week. Yep, I do. Possibly not as good so as you, you yet. Got me a, you could have got me a deal on my iPad then. Most likely. You, you want one now? I think you can get them for 529 for a 64 gig iPad 2. Fresh off the truck. No, that's legally out <laughs> of the store, baby. Oh, geez. That's a good deal right there. You like? To, are you an Apple you girl? <laughs> are you an Apple girl? Yes. Are you? I think I heard they're going to change yes, the I'm Apple. A, 
Yeah, I'm an Apple freak. On, on Apple Five, I heard you they're think gonna. What? I think they're gonna take the Apple off app uh, the iPhone uh, off of the iPhone Five, and they're gonna replace it with a picture of Steve Jobs' ass, and you're gonna have to stick your finger in his asshole to power on the phone now. That's his last fuck you to everybody when he left. Oh, I like that. <laughs> what do I have to do to turn it off? Lick it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta lick it to click it. Imagine the virus update then. Yeah. That'll be the first time you get a virus on an iPhone. That? That'd be great. I think it would be awesome. I actually oh, think yeah, that... I think you guys are writing your next bit. No, I mean, you're definitely going to get shit in there. You're definitely going to get a bunch of shit in there. Yeah. I've actually used that bit on stage, and it, it, it went okay. I did it? Yep, the sticking your finger in his asshole. Mm-hmm. It, it, when I told it, I told it a little bit too long, so I had to shorten it up a little bit. Right. Which is one of the things that you learn, and I'm sure, Paulie, you can attest to, whenever you write jokes out, you normally have to shorten them down yeah, a trim lot. The Short, fat. Trim, trim the, the fat, fat off. Yeah. Well, it's hard for me. I'm a pretty fat guy. I got to trim hey, a lot I, of fat. Uh, you set me up for that. I did set you up. Yeah. Did you find that as you started you doing? Guys are too much. <laughs> that you had to shorten them? No, I talked for a long time. The longer so you, I can go, the better it is. So even on one premise or one story, you'll you know, like I try. You know, there's times if I it's have a, a TV st- thing. If you're going to do a TV thing, you got to shorten it up and tighten it up. You know right. what I mean? You got to tighten it up, just like all the young gay guys. But they got to keep them tight, you know. Keep them, keep people looking at them. Otherwise, they, you know, then they turn into the queens if they get a saggy ass. There you go. You know what they have you down here? Keep it tight. They have a lot of these. Uh, uh, they dress up drag queens. Down here, you look at me like a, I know that word. Like, I'm like oh yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, man. This is my show. I look <laughs> what do you at mean? you. Trannies. No, they're drag queens. There's one town in here. I think it's over in Dunedin. They have every week a big party, and they all dress up and show off how good they think they look as women, I guess. I've never gone to one. I hear a lot of people go and have and a good time. And you go there, and you go there. No, I've never gone, but I know that they do it. Why? Why don't you? Because uh, luckily I'm normally either working or doing comedy or the show or I have many reasons that I found to avoid going to that so far. They look a lot better than women. They a lot of times they look a lot better than than regular chicks, you know what I mean? Regular chicks are walking around scratching their butts and sweatpants and stuff. You go to one of those places you you'll see there's some of them are gorgeous. They're stunning. Look at Miss uh, Universe. What was her name? Miss USA or whatever. The one who used to be a man. That the was ball her... sack. There oh, you yeah. go. Yes. Yeah, she was gorgeous. Hey, Stunning. you know. Look, if I, if I could look like that, I'd, I'd grow a ball sack. What, are you kidding me? You're a beautiful woman. You don't need a ball sack to be more beautiful. Oh, listen, listen to Romantic yeah, over here. Yeah, scratch. <laughs> you need I something need to scratch. scratch. Just your ass is fine. Guys get... Guys, <laughs> something just, scratch. To play with. <laughs> just scratch your tits. It's it's fine. You yeah. just do like the like a baseball player, only a little higher up. It's all yeah. good. If I had- if I had a real set, I would have so much fun. I'd be doing drive-bys with them, and I'd be just going all over the place, pulling them out. People throw me the gang sign. I'm like, really? Look at this. What about those foibles? I'd be giving them, I'd let everybody come and touch them. I'd be having a great day. Nice. Just and me and my ball set, driving I, through town. That would be awesome. That sounds like a sitcom. They're really a thing of beauty, you know. I bet. You got to be careful, though, because when you first get them, you're not used to them. You got to make sure you don't sit on them. It's very painful. 
You have to pick a side. Right away, you have to pick a side. You have to go left or right. It, it's yeah. It's not like a political affiliation. You need to decide and stick with it because it's going to be sticking you, to you. You got you women think it's easy. You have your one week out of the month where everything's miserable. But we're always you guys are always wondering why why are you guys touching yourself. But we got to shift it to either the left or the right or yeah. There's no divide and conquer going on. It has to be one side of the fence or the other, and and you don't switch. You don't. There you switch. go. You got to. You can even tell because no, but I want an old pair where they just really hang. Well, yeah. Well, even like that's even bangers. more of an important thing, though. Then you got to swing it over like a sack of potatoes. You know, you have to make sure it's on the right side, or you know, yeah, you would French want, fries. They got to be on the right side, that's so they awesome. proper. Yeah, they need to properly hang outside of your shorts. So if you're going for old ones, you got to make sure you get at least six, eight inches, so they hang out past your short leg. And then you got to got to powder them up when they get older too. With that chicken skin with that chicken skin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you got to get the powder going because otherwise you get that mandu going. You know, like mildew. Only it's mandu. It's 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 disgusting. Listen, if anybody would like to donate, to you know, what's part- sad is you guys are both going to end up with those. So it doesn't matter. How your comedy routines go? You guys are both going to end up with those. So you, you guys just, have. Uh, like, if I'm lucky, things I mean, to talk about. You there know you go. Mean? I'll be walking around Fuck with my bangers. Just wait. Talk about your balls. There you go. I, I'm working on it. If you'd like to help Paula Bell buy her the balls, the braces eventually are going to come off. The braces are going to come off, but the, the balls are just going to swing. Well, we can hope. The balls might come off too. So should we take a should we take some calls or should we let's take a collection up for Paula Bell to buy balls. If you'd like to help Paula Bell buy balls, visit her at paulabell.com. It's going to be the surgery, I'm telling you. Bucks for Balls, 2012. Bucks, yes, Bucks for Balls at paulabellcomedy.com. Let her know you heard about the fact that she wants balls on the Let's Be Frank show, and she will take your donations gladly. Singles for a sack. Singles for a sack. I like that one. <laughs> Look, I'll try one. I'll try one first. Hey, See one word. Yeah, out. well, there you like go. Said, Try it out. Yeah. But the thing is, you're going to find there's a balance issue with just one. I don't know. I feel like I'd be lopsided. Well, know? who's the bicycle? Who's the guy with Lance the, Armstrong? Lance, he's doing yeah. pretty good with one. Yeah, but I don't know. Have you seen him walking? Yeah. What about the other guy, the comic? There's another comic. Did Mary Drew Barrymore? He had one. Didn't he have one? I don't know. Yeah, Tom, Tom Green. Yeah, Tom Green had one removed. And I know. He seemed like he walked funny after that, too. Sorry about it. There, there. Guys that. with one are doing a lot better than guys with two. Well, They're both go. doing better than me. Right. So when we get a donation of balls, you want to buy? I mean, you need you don't need new balls. In fact, you said you wanted older balls. We can get some older gentlemen that don't that no longer need their balls <laughs> to like send one in. I mean, come on, that's that's gonna right? be great. I mean, <laughs> organ donor, it works a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, you got you got. Hey, there's organ harvesting. There yeah, you well, harvest there you go. I can just go get one. I can get one off of these, off of, you know, I, some I can, random kid somewhere. Yeah, I can get you a ball in 10 minutes. I can ten, get a Sandusky ball. How about a Sandusky oh, ball? Now, do you want no, one of his see. balls or one of the balls he's played with before? Oh, uh, here we go. Because <laughs> you probably got your pick of no, like 80 balls. You want one of his. Oh, uh, that's gross. That's I like a seven. That's like a 77-year-old ball. Well, that, that's the one you hang up on a, uh, like a trophy, though. You don't want to like carry that around as your main one. I mean, that's... Well, nobody showered so much. It's got to be clean. He's no. been in the shower for the whole fucking past 15 years. <laughs> in the closet, in the shower. But the mileage on all those little boys' asses, it's got to be horrible on a ball sack. You think? Ugh, I don't want to know. That's well, let me gross. ask you guys something. Yes. You think his wife knew? His really? wife knew. Is that I, I man's opinion or She's, I don't know how she couldn't after all those yes. years, but, you know, there's some people that have been able to hide some pretty crazy shit, but who knows? No, I think she's in denial. 
Yeah, she, there's no way she didn't smell that like Play-Doh on him or just a young young boy youth on him. Well, he was he was uh, banging one of his own kids that he adopted. Yeah, she said she walked in on him like I think messing around with the oh, kid. Oh, that's disgusting! And she didn't yeah. turn him in. And she didn't turn him in. Uh, you know, it's it's a disgusting world. Think about it. She can't be too sane if she stayed with him yeah. all this fucking time. She's got to be a little crazy herself. Not only that, I mean, it, you know, you're well, the you're the wife, and 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 you're and you're. A lot of people don't want to work nowadays. You know what I'm saying? She brings home the money. She's like, you know what? Do I really want to go to work every day, or do I just want to not pretend that I saw that? Hmm. <laughs> he brings home the very young, young, fresh bacon. Oof. Yeah, how many times can you come home smelling like Irish Spring and not know your husband's up to something? I don't know. How long did it take you? Are you still on your first husband? No, come on now. <laughs> I don't do that. You've been married before, though, right? Husbands are past <laughs> yeah, been... I was married young. Were you married more than once? Were you married more than once? No, God, I was married for years. I was married for years. Oh, no, okay. just once. So how how, how so often does people you... learn their lesson? Not smart. Not always. Dumb people don't learn their lesson, and they do it over and over. I know people that have been married five times. I don't see how they fucking... It's amazing. I've done everything once. (laughs) Is there anything that you've done once that was your favorite? That you still only did it once? (laughs) You can share. Tell Fat Davy everything. Tell Fat Davy I care. I'm here for you. How what? I said, Tell Fat Davy. Dave is there for me. Fat Davy. Fat Davy. That's my stage fat name. Fat Davy comforts everybody. That's right. Because fat keep guys a are comfortable. Fat yes, I can. It's just me, you, and the hundreds and hundreds of people that listen every week. Right? That's right. How they many want... hundreds of people you have listening? Uh, at this very moment, I don't know. But we average four to 500 throughout a week, every week on the show. And then who knows what happens outside Is of the that country. Right? Yeah, well, I, I can track it on a couple of different methods, but I don't really know how many people are downloading it on iTunes, but we're also on Stitcher, Podomatic, Ustream, so we get out there. You know, we have a lot of people. There's times that there's a lot more views. We, so I think you get my, around for a chubby. You get around for a chubby. Oh, I definitely get around for a chubby, not only on the air, but with the ladies. Thank you, Match.com. Is that right? Yeah, man. They, I could pick them. They already you know do? it. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, they've already picked me out. I they've... did it once. It turned into boxingmatch.com. <laughs> <laughs> I... Just like my Facebook becomes my fight book when anybody writes to me. I always <laughs> fight with everybody. No. You look like such the innocent lady. Yeah. Beware Don't the trolls. Don't I look like a petite demure flower? That's right. You do. But then the evil comes out. Mm-hmm. You didn't look fat in your picture. I got to look at your picture again. You didn't look like fat in every picture. I must have put up a good picture. But no, I'm fat. You know what? I'm so fat that I went into and I was so mad. I'll tell this story. I'm starting to tell it on stage. But uh, I've been going to the same doctor's office for three or four years. And I went to, for my last appointment. And there's a new girl there, like a new physician's assistant. So I, so I go in. And obviously, right. the first thing they always do is weigh you. So I go in. She weighs me. We go into the other room, and I never met this lady before, and she goes, Mr. Frank, you're obese. And I'm like, wait a minute. I've been coming here for three to four years. How come nobody ever told me this before? I could have been working on this. What the fuck? I could have put that fucking the rest three to four years ago. You put the all the whole blame on her. 
Actually, yeah, man. Fuck her. If she didn't tell me, I still wouldn't Can be I on a diet. Can I ask you something? Yes, please do. <laughs> when guys, when guys, when guys are fat, they're not. They don't feel like it's a hindrance, right? Like you can still get chicks, like no problem. Uh, you know, probably I do, uh, probably more chicks because you're more comfortable just eating and fucking. Yeah, just talking smear. about your weight and everything like that, right? I, I actually do better that it, now that I'm a bigger guy. I accept it and I make fun of myself. I do better with the ladies than. When I was, because uh, I, I, I used to be significantly smaller. So, yeah, I do better as a fat guy than I did thinner. I was, I'm actually have more confidence, but I think that came from comedy. Comedy really amped up my confidence and my ability just to say whatever the fuck I want to women. Oh. Yeah, my boyfriend, the one I have right now, he's kind of like, you know what? I don't like, you know, that you gain weight. But I said, I don't like that you fucking wake up. So, <laughs> there we go. It's even, even Steven. It is. What you but, gonna do? I like, I like a guy with weight, though. There you go. That means you'd like me, as long as you like, like a workout involved. Because I'm like a workout. Sex with Dave is a rough one. That's is hot. that right? No, I'm lying. I'm a pansy. It's it's 15 minutes you of fury. Right no, I got to do all the work. You can't have some girl do lying. Do you eat on... during sex? Do you eat during sex? <laughs> Just pussy. I enjoy that flavor during mm, sex. That's why you're fat. You're not. You're supposed to just taste and not swallow it. That's why you're fat. <laughs> Wait, it should be just protein, right? I mean, it's, it's a not, lot of not, calories. You just chew on it's it like gum a little bit. It's a lot of fucking calories. It is. <laughs> it's all your evil juices coming out, and I'm taking them in, and then I extract them on Monday night. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, along with being fat, I actually have like the world's shortest tongue. So it's like designed horribly oh, for eating pussy. Oh God, are you kidding? No, I'm not. I'll I'll show you after the show. I'll send you. I'll I'll instant message you the video, and I'm gonna stick my tongue out right now. And you could you can now you could see just how oh short it is. God. It's it's actually been voted on by a round table of lesbians that I'm friends with, that I have permission <laughs> to finger the world and all the women in the world because my tongue is useless. They say. But hey, sorry to hear that. Oh God, it's like a little parrot. It's like a parrot. It, you know, I'm not one of those guys that could touch his nose with his tongue. That's for damn sure. I, I'm lucky I could reach my upper lip. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> oh man, I can do that. Yeah, she got one up again. That's okay, That's man. Easy. I think it's sexy when a girl got a long tongue. It's very good. Well, you didn't know that uh, as older broads, the tongues just keep growing. <laughs> like guys' balls. <laughs> well, you say older. I don't think you're. I see a correlation. I don't, here. I don't think you're older than me. I don't think you are. I'm about. I just turned forty. I'm forty-five. You're I'm forty-five. 45. You look better at forty-five than I did when I was thirty-five. So that's pretty good. Although my boobs might be bigger. Well, I'm not keep sure. Putting on the weight, and you won't wrinkle up. <laughs> well, you know what you're it is. What? Your boobs. My, my boobs <laughs> might be bigger. Well, it's That's funny. all right, because when I get that donation, my ball sack's going to be gone. You're going for the oh. bigger ball sack than Dave. I understand. That is good. Good stuff. It's going to be It's gonna be hard, man. I, I think mine are going to dangle pretty good in about 15 years from now. I'm going to have trouble deciphering how to walk. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We could have a Kabenger ball contest. You guys remember that, the Kabengers? Is that what they're called? I don't they're remember. Knockers. No. knockers? I don't, I don't remember. Know. You That's held them on the air. You're from Oh, that's right. We were cow tipping and all sorts of stuff. We actually, 
I went to school yeah, in, there in New York. You're a podunk. Yeah. I actually went to school in a town called Pine Bush, and Pine Bush wasn't known for the school. It was known for being the capital of all, where they saw the most UFO sightings in America. Really? That tells, yeah, that's where my high school really? was. I swear to God, it's horrible. It's on Searsville Road. Uh, I was never drunk enough, or I never saw a UFO myself, but there was more, at least back in the 90s, when I graduated in 91, that was what it was. Pine Bush was known for the most UFO Did sightings. Did you see any aliens? Uh, only illegal ones. You didn't ones. see any aliens? Not little green ones, only illegal yeah, ones. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> now, now, how close it's is it? It's not the kind that come over and vote. The kind no. that comes over, you know, on spaceships. They just come over to rule the world. Now, how far away was it from, like, the nearest Air Force base or airport? Uh, 30 miles or so. Uh, that's probably what it is. Yeah, we had Stewart yeah, Airport. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. all you guys mm. were looking at. It was drunk What a surprise. A lot of UFO sightings near a area of town, near where there's an airport, Air Force base, and people are getting drunk a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Never would have thought that connect, connected sniff, together at all. Sniffing methane gas from the cow yeah, fields. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's the same thing in Florida, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's worse down here, actually. These fucking people, because of the heat, the heat fucks them up, man. It it just makes them crazy. I feel, look, fucking stupider every year. I think my knowledge has gone downhill since I've come here. Now, I've Definitely. been here my whole well, life, so I wouldn't know. People take their time and they're just more relaxed in Florida, right? That's why that kid that's on the radio right now waited till he was 33 to get braces. There's no fucking rush, right? <laughs> well, for me, it was money, but yeah. I finally can afford to pay for it myself. There you go. You could have tried to bribe. She's, we could have taken donations. Uh, what are you going to do once the braces are off? What are you going to talk about? Never stop smiling. You're just going to go up there and just talk about having 34 fucking teeth. <laughs> 34 teeth what <laughs> she meant to say three or four that's how many teeth you're supposed to have no. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I've had some pulled out I don't know what they're doing in there I don't know it's it's under construction I don't want to ask questions under construction yeah that's that's what when they take off the braces your whole material is going to be under construction exactly keep me fresh by then I mean I gotta that's eat. hilarious it should last me another year. Yeah, you better. Uh, how many years you have those braces on? Uh, just a year so far. I better got. Better start writing. Yeah. Oh man, you got to get busy. I am. Have you had your wisdom teeth out, or is that your next set? I just had them out. That was a breeze. I did a set that same night when I had my wisdom teeth out. I was hoping that there'd be. I'd be Can all. You talk about that too. Well, I tried to. I thought it was going to be. It's going to be funny. I thought it'd be. You know, my mouth would be all swollen. I'd like a chipmunk, and I'd just be mumbling through my my jokes and. I didn't have any swelling at all. It was actually kind of disappointing, so I just did my regular set. There you I go. swear to God, this must be a commercial for some kind of orthodontist. This is not a radio <laughs> it is. show. I'm I getting, know this I'm getting is paid a extra for it. Commercial that somebody's put me on. Somebody's paying you <laughs> for being job, here. Right? What happened? What's next? Implants? Are we going to talk about tooth implants? Well, actually, I do want to talk to you about that. That's really important for your dental health. No, <laughs> no, you couldn't even finish that bogus story. I couldn't even. I couldn't even bullshit my way what through that. What are you going to do in the improv route of a contest if you can't I'm, improv? I'm going to fail horribly. Apparently, there you go. Did you ever, on your way up there, Paula, have you done, uh, did you do a lot of the comedy contests and going through all the open mic nights? How'd you like that? No, I, I really didn't. I started out in Oakland in San Francisco, and then I uh, went down to the comedy store and got picked up at the comedy store by Mitzi. Wow. And then I uh, worked there, and I opened up for Richard Pryor. At his request, he would always say, put the white bitch on. <laughs> and then I go and uh, 
from there on, I went to straight to hell, and that's where you're finding <laughs> me now. And that's why I need a ball sack. Nice. Something to scratch. You have finally reached the pinnacle. For the rest of my years. You have reached the pinnacle. You're about to get your first ball sack. You've made it to the Let's Be Frank show with Fat Davey on Comedy Slam Radio. I think you might be able, you might be ready for a retirement now. You've reached such a high pinnacle. From pinnacle to testicle. Isn't that right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's every girl's dream. There you go. I wish all the girls would dream about coming on the fat. Either coming on Let's Be Frank or. Coming on Fat Davy, either too, or just coming on your testicles. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I could deal with coming on my testicles. Mm-hmm. My aunt, who likes to listen to this show a lot, wow. my number one fan, probably doesn't like to hear me talk about my testicles getting cummed on. But there's to you, Aunt Toby. Oh, you we know. love you. Mwah. Goes with the territory. She's actually up visiting. Are you in New kidding? York. I'm an aunt. Aunts love that. My aunt is my number one fan. She follows every single show. Uh, she lets me know, you know, her opinion on everything. So I, I know she's going to let me know about what she thinks of you, Paul. You got a message for Aunt Toby? Um, it depends. What does it depend is on? She like is she a is she a cool aunt? Is she, what kind of aunt is she? Is she a she's kind very of cool. Right winger? What is she? No, she's an old yeah. Jewish lady from New York that's retired in Florida. Really. That's unusual. No, that's, right. that's where they go, really. <laughs> You're too much. Yeah. She's got to be the only one down there. I know. It's such a rarity. A Jewish woman that used to live in New York and now lives in Florida. This is you got to write that down. And that's, is retired. And retired. Wow. You know what's funny? We're about, we're that's almost... Just, a, it's we're, uncanny. We're about to have to retire this show. This, whole, this went on. We're actually almost up with our hour. we got about a minute and a half left. I can't believe it went well, so quick. Well, tell your aunt I'm half Catholic, half Jewish. I do the sign of the cross, and I pocket the rest. So I don't <laughs> care if she likes me or not. There you go. Well, Paula, thank you I'm very much. I'm straight to hell. <laughs> we all are. Well, thanks for having me on your, uh, on your dental commercial. I know this isn't a radio show. This is some <laughs> kind of plug for some weird dentist out there in Florida slapping braces on people for ninety nine ninety nine or some crap. That's and right. And then you got uh, some guy calling himself Fat Dave trying to, you know, warm people up. And all I wanted was a pair of balls. And we're going to take calls for your balls on next week's show. But listen, Paula, thank you very much for calling in. <laughs> I will send you some links so you could share our ridiculousness with the world. Thank you for calling in. Mike, thank you for stopping by and sharing your brace faces with us. Thank you for having me. Paula, I'll reach out to you in a day or two to make sure you had a good time. Thanks for calling in, and I promise to slap no one when we're done. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. You have a great night, Paula. Thank you. Get the you. braces. 99.99. <laughs> FloridaDental.com. Fat Dave's Dental Clinic. Fat Dave's <laughs> Dental Clinic. <laughs> you, we don't take money. We do take Bye. cheeseburgers. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a good night. What was that? I'll tell you what that was. That was another fine show from ComedySlamRadio.com, where we put the .com in 